on the tee, Jack Nicklaus. This is the minute the millions around the world have waited for. We will allow you to enjoy all of this. They are dancing in the pubs of Dublin. Harrington with an ace. And we have a shining star at sunset. Rory continues his run to greatness. The return to glory. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Bogeyman Golf Podcast, hosted by Dave and Johnny. Now, very special guest this week. He has a, a couple of major appearances under his belt, as well as being the 2019 British Amateur Champion. We are joined by none other than James Sugru. James, how are you doing? Not too bad. Thanks for having me on, lads. So you're our first Irish major guest yeah. on, on the podcast, which is... It's a big achievement for us as much as it is as it is for you, to be honest. <laughs> Man whose Christmas is all his Christmases have come at once this year. Christmas came early for you this year, I suppose. Yeah. A lot of people will be thinking. Congratulations to you. So talk us through this this year because there's it's been it's been an up and down year in terms of you knew what you're coming into the start of twenty twenty, then a lot of it kind of went hay haywire. Um but you, you've managed to get out to but Wingfoot, as I can see you're wearing the hat there, uh, and you got out to Augusta. So it's been, been a memorable year. Yeah, look, it's, I suppose I've been waiting since when in the last June to play, to play in the Masters and got so close to it and then it got cancelled. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's obviously been a, a different year to, to what I, what I had expected, but I'm sure everybody's year has been a little bit different to what they expected. So um, I'm no different to, to everyone in like that. But yeah, it's, it was, I suppose the worst thing about it is not having, you know, my friends and family over there with me, my parents that, you know, deserve to be there and things like that. That's probably the worst thing about it. It is definitely the worst thing about it, Um, you know, so. Yeah, but other than that, I I enjoyed I enjoyed the tournaments that I played in. It was a great experience. Um, two great courses as well. Like obviously, Augusta is you know it's it's renowned as the best course in the world. Um, it definitely lived up to that. It was it was great. It was I had a I had a brilliant ten days over there, ten or eleven days. So yeah, I'm just kind of sickened to be at home now. And you were saying about not having your parents there was was a disappointment, but I suppose you had they they did get to go to Port Rush, I suppose. So that's the kind of you, mm. you've you've bre- you've breached across two major seasons. So actually, the only I suppose major you've missed out on in that that everyone else might have got actually is the USPGA, um, in that instance. So, like I suppose that's where they got to got to see it, but I'm sure Augusta would have been high fairly high on everyone's list in terms of you would have been a man in demand for tickets put it that way I'd say no there wouldn't have been your phone would have been ringing off the hook but you're saying um, <laughs> yeah. your expectations going into so if we focus on Augusta maybe breach into the others then as well and, and kind of compare majors because you're at luxury to do so but your expectations going in my question actually we were chatting to Johnny was like if there was one thing you wish you knew going in that you know now about Augusta, what would it have been and, and why was it like that? Um, probably 
two things probably probably how well you have to drive it off the tee and I didn't know that it was going to be as soft as it was as well because no. obviously the the rain that fell Thursday morning was unbelievable like it was crazy stuff so just to them like the, the whole place was flooded and then in like a couple of hours there was people playing on it so it was like they, they did a really good job it drains obviously very well but yeah like any other course in the world it probably would have been definitely delayed for a, a lot longer but it, it did it played very soft over the two days um even in the practice rounds and stuff before it wasn't really you know you could i remember when the practice rounds i hit like a five iron from the fairway into 13 and it just kind of stuck onto the it just stayed in its pitch mark so i was kind of like surprised by that but no it's a, it's a it was a very it's a place where you could play every day you know it's just a lovely lovely place it's also very probably don't see it as much on tv but there's some serious elevation changes around there you know like there's some steep hills some like going 10 is a really really steep steep hill um even the first you kind of have a dip coming up to the fairway it's it's a very hilly course you'd never really have a, a flat lie there as well that's another kind of thing that well i had been working on that going there because i knew it was kind of going to be like that but yeah, they're, they're, they're kind of things that surprised me a little bit, I would say. And did they, you were saying, because it played so soft, was that obviously a hindrance in that? Obviously, you're getting no run on 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 the fairways in terms of the length. Obviously, the, it plays quite long. It looked like it was playing quite long for a lot of people. And also, does it make it a little bit easier around the greens and that they're a little bit more receptive? Mm, yeah, well, the worst thing about it is that it should have been placing on the fairway, but it wasn't. So a lot of the times when you'd hit it in the fairway, you'd have a mud ball, which was very annoying. A few times I had some really bad ones where the ball just does its own thing. It just takes <laughs> off in a direction. It's it's not supposed to go. But um, That's relatable to us, James. To yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was a little bit um, annoying, but... Yeah, it it was it was probably a little bit easier around the greens. All right, it was definitely easier to hit. You know, you could hit a five or six iron onto onto greens comfortably enough. You wouldn't be worried about them taking off on you when they hit the deck. Um. So I I saw the 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 post you put up on is either Twitter or or Instagram of yourself driving up Magnolia Lane. How how early did you arrive on site and and what what did it feel like? Yeah, it was Thursday that I, or no, sorry, I flew Thursday, so Friday, I would say, that I played. Yeah, it was, it was, it was very cool, I must say. Um, it's just, I suppose, you see online and things so much of Magnolia Lane and blah, 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 people driving down it. Um, but yeah, it was, it, it was, it was kind of hard to believe, really. It just looks like, a normal kind of avenue until you get to the to the roundabout and then you can see the the crow's nest and and the clubhouse and things like that and yeah it was very cool never kind of got old driving up and down there it was very very nice i must admit and then you of course you stayed in the in the crow's nest was just the first night you stayed there yeah i stayed there on monday night i think it was so i stayed there monday 
Uh, yeah, it was it was it was very cool. Um, lots of pictures up there from mostly uh, players that have won it as an amateur and mm. famous famous players who have won lots of masters and lots of pictures of Tiger and it was just it was a very cool place. Some pictures of Bobby Jones. Um, they're big into, you know, they they really love Bobby Jones. There, he's one of their founding members, so he's he's the man. You'll see lots of pictures of him around the place. Um, but yeah, it was it was cool. The bedrooms and stuff aren't like they're nothing special or anything. It's like basically one room that they've kind of sectioned off into four small rooms. So and it's only it's not a wall that's that's separating you, but uh, because of COVID, only one amateur could stay there at a time, so right. we all had to like take turns. It's it's quite modest, isn't it? Like the whole place seems quite modest. It doesn't seem like it's not the lap of luxury at all. By the looks of things, it's fairly normal by all to all accounts. Well, yeah, well, like it's definitely very well. Like mm, everything there is done very proper. And it's all very perfect. Everything is perfect. Like even small little things, um, it's just perfect. I would definitely not like call it shabby or anything like that. It's, <laughs> it's, it is pretty. It's it's pretty class. I must say. The um the beds in the crow's nest I've heard are are more like cots than than beds. <laughs> they're they're small. Yeah, they're. There's, they're small. My feet were like hanging out the end of them, and the, the whatever it was, the bed was like four foot off the ground. You have to like jump into it. It's um, it was crazy, but it was it was grand. I was I was delighted that I only stayed there one night. To be quite honest, um, I think any like because it's obviously right, yeah, it's right above the clubhouse. Like so, when there's people downstairs making noise and stuff at five in the morning. You can hear them plain as day. So right. I wouldn't like to have been staying there on a day where I was actually going out to play in a tournament. So, like a three and a half out of five on the Airbnb rate. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, about yeah. that. But it was yeah. cool. Clean, clean, and tidy, but noisy. clean and tidy, but noisy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. I, th- I thought that I'd, I hadn't planned on staying in it, but I said it would be kind of it would be probably a bad move if I'm over there playing not to stay in it because you can only stay there as an amateur and things like that. So, yeah, I went for it and I'm happy I did, to be honest. Yeah, you can't really turn down that kind of experience, no. can you? No, 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 definitely not. What were the... Um, so you mentioned that the the course was playing a bit softer on the Thursday, Friday to the, compared to the practice rounds. How did the... um? Who did you play with in the practice rounds, actually? I, I, did I hear you play with Gary Woodland. Yeah, I played with Gary and the other two times I just played by myself because I was I was playing nine holes and it just so happened like you can it's weird there there's no like timesheet. Usually there's a timesheet. So in Augusta you just you rock up to the tee and and you just play with whoever's there or if there's nobody there you just rock rock on by yourself. So um yeah, I played I played nine holes, I think it was or a few holes with with Gary and he was he was nice he was a nice fella um very very nice he was talking to me just not about normal stuff and whatnot um so yeah, it was it was cool to to get a, to get a few in with him 
did he have any advice <laughs> yeah um no really he just you know said enjoy it um he just was kind of asked not really to be quite honest it was more kind Casual. of personal things yeah not too golf related grand that's that's good to get your mind off it i was wondering actually is there is there a temptation because it's obviously the first time in getting over there um and obviously the kudos of going as amateur champion is there a tendency to kind of over potentially overplay in the practice rounds and kind of wear yourself out because i can just imagine the temptation is just to stay there all day long and play golf all day long yeah it's that was one thing that i was kind of tried not to do obviously when you're there and you've never been there before and now you can go out and play Augusta for for as many times as you want pretty much um yeah it was I suppose the heat and the humidity as well during the practice rounds it was pretty warm so like out there the practice rounds you're not going around playing nine holes in an hour or an hour and a half they're long you know you're stuck out there for hours um so yeah I, I just went with the I just started playing nine holes um, every day. Just would play nine holes most days. So that's that, that's kind of the way I did. And and then in terms of say we've always been taken aback by the conditioning of the place versus the actual design of the golf course. Which is more impressive to when you get um, there? Like I'd say, I would say the design. I'd say mm. the design, definitely. Um, yeah, like I think. You know, after playing it, it's very similar, very similar to Adair. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, so having played in Adair a few times, the conditioning of it is pretty much the exact same. There's no, I wouldn't say it's any better or worse than Adair. Um, but obviously the, the course design and things is special. You know, there's some special holes there that you can't, that people can't build and that money can't buy. So yeah, that's that was definitely the, the the cool side of it you know playing those holes that you've watched for years upon years and will watch in the future just to say oh, uh, you know you you i suppose it's different when you've been there and but when you play a hole or a course you can really kind of yeah understand you know from on the tee shot or something like that how how tight it is or how open it is or whatnot what was the if the one hole that like in your mind's eye you were looking forward to it since forever and then you got there and what and it was everything you hoped it would be what was it i think it was 16 to be honest um obviously you know from lots of you know that chip that tiger the tiger (laughs) hole there um everyone obviously skimming balls over the water every year it's just kind of one of those iconic par threes in in the world and i was just kind of looking forward to to playing it it was it was cool it lived up to my expectations anyway without a doubt it's a simple hole but it's as in in terms of there's nothing funky to it or anything it's straight in front of you you just have to kind of hit the shot and the green is very undulating and um it was yeah it was brilliant i borrowed it the last day so yeah i was i was delighted to roll that one in I saw you had a you had a good too. Did you try the skimming the ball at all on it? I did, I did. Um, I said I'd have to, <laughs> like like the crow's nest. You could you could not not do it, you know. Had to be done. So um, yeah, I skimmed it across. It just kind of got up onto the bank. Um, yeah, so it wasn't nothing to write home about. Unfortunately, nothing like John Rams anyway. 
the front the front of that tea box was in shite. I saw it was just yeah, yeah. pulled out of it everywhere. Uh-huh. But and I did actually, it as well on like I think it was on a Friday or something. So there wasn't or no, it was the it was the previous Friday, and um, there was no difficulty there. So I was kind of half afraid to do it, but eventually I did it. I said, "No, this is my chance. I'm going to do it." Yeah, definitely. You could not come here. How how tight yeah. now? Just to give people because this is a good insight into into like the course step. How tight is that shoot up eighteen with the drive? Actually, by the way. Yeah, it's it's very like I was playing with Jose Maria and he hit a tree that was hanging out that I didn't even see. Like it was, it, it's it's very it is very tight. Wow. To to answer your question, it is. I don't know any. It's actually a great finish, you know, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, kind of almost not given the appreciation it deserves. Um, it's a great finish, you know. Sixteen is good par three. 17 can be longish, par four can be short if you had a good driveway. And then 18 is just a great, great finishing on. Now, I know that there weren't weren't patrons there this year, um, but h- how does the course feel in comparison to practice rounds to the actual competition rounds? Obviously, you know, the cards in your pocket on the Thursday and Friday, but you're, you're at Augusta playing a competition. It must feel, it must feel different. Yeah, it did. To be honest, I wasn't too bad on my first day teeing off. And then I kind of got actually a bit more nervous, kind of almost coming around, because I started on 10. Yeah. Uh, hit a good tee shot down 10 and then kind of leaked one on 11 and hit it in the water from a mud ball. Um. So, yeah, that kind of it wasn't the, the steadiest of starts. But, yeah, like it's definitely... You know, you definitely don't forget where where you are and what you're playing. Anyway, mm-hmm. you know, just one look around, and you know, it's even like things like the trees there are unbelievable, and they have like w- this thing on them so they can't get hit by lightning because they, these trees are huge and it's it's amazing. They have like this wire thing that runs up the side of it and just sticks out the very top of them. You wouldn't see it on TV. But um, it's all that they don't get struck by lightning and to save the trees. Interesting. I say, yeah. I say especially starting on 10 and then going round to Amen Corner, that that must be pretty special the first time you see that. What, what, how, how narrow is 12? Yeah. Green? yeah, it is. It is big time. It is. It's actually, it's the worst screen on the course because of the, the trees around it. You could probably mm-hmm. see Maybe by watching it that it looked a bit chewed up than compared to all the other ones. And it's also a little bit slower. So it's actually the green is is tricky in 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 terms of it being narrow and because it's a it's just it's a little bit slower than the other ones and it's just hard to hit puts hard out there because you know that they can it can run away from you pretty easily. Yeah, it looked like that corner was very shaded. The, even the I think it was the tee box on thirteen looked a little bit cut as well. Oh yeah, that was one expected. of the. Yeah, it was the first day that was so bad. Like it was when I was te- when you were standing after you teed up the ball and you were standing, you could just hear the the ground like kind of squelching beneath your feet. It was it was very wet. Guarantee you, there'll be a new tee box there next year. Like you see. I, I would new. say so. They're probably so, yeah, so bare underneath it, the whole lot. 
<laughs> yeah, they have too. they have subair on a lot of the fairways and walkways over there as well. So <laughs> who the hell? You know, madness. Yeah, and the walkways, like, because they don't want the walkways. You know, the way they can get like really yeah. firm from people walking on them. They can. They have. They're so bared anyway. Between so so bare on the walkways and wire going up trees for lightning, I don't think there's anything that's not been thought of there, is there? Yeah, no, there. Because I I had asked one one of the caddies, because the trees almost look like they're they're falling over as well, like like they look like they're on their last legs. And I was saying to the caddies, how well how are they standing up? Like no lightning has hit them or or anything like that. And then he pointed it out to me you wouldn't even see it unless you were looking for it, like this wire that runs up the side of it that um yeah very cool because the tree was destroyed a few years ago in a yeah lightning storm so that could be uh that could, that could that's be that. right it might be a new thing that they that they have brought in yeah but yeah you can see it on the big ones they have um like a, i don't know what it was like a piece of wire running up it you fairly took apart that um the second hole, birdie and a both days. That's that's some going. Yeah, it's a good hole. It's that is another hole that is very much downhill. Like once you get to that bunker, it's just like a ski slope. Um, it's very it's again it's a great design because when the pin is over at the left, the trees overhang, so you can't unless you're hitting a big draw. It's hard to kind of access that pin, but mm. um. Yeah, it's it was a it was it's a good haul. Like there, it's it. That's the best thing about it. It's a great design, you know. It's it's just a brilliant design. Is um, there a bad haul? Is there probably um, like even the third is the sharp par, sharp par four, but it's still a great haul. No, I would say there isn't. They're all good. Eighteen good hauls, I would say. And is there? Is there a moment? So you said you said sixteen was was your were your probably your favorite hole. Was there was there a moment in the in the entire trip, entire journey that really hit it home to you that this is something something special? Um, I would say probably the picture with Tiger. Yeah. Um, yeah. On the putting green, it was. Yeah, it was it was very good to say the least. I wouldn't have any interest in getting a picture with any professional golfer really other than him yeah um so yeah when i saw him and i had the opportunity because i kind of shied away from it at the open and at us open and stuff i i saw him a few times and i was like no i'll i'll leave him be but i, I went for it and i asked joey first i was like would it be okay to go to go ask no problem and then he called him he was like call him over and Picture. Jeez, he's very skinny. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's the skinniest man I've ever seen. He's about a twenty-six, about a twenty-six inch waist on him. Yeah, he is. He's. Um, he's I remember that same day. It was really warm, probably the warmest day. And um, I remember I was sweating, and I went over to him, and the sweat—he was just dripping, like it was just coming down his face. Uh, I just couldn't believe how much he was sweating. That was one thing that I was like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> the two things we found out of a tiger, he's really skinny and he sweats a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, there you go. What's he like? Yeah, he was very nice. Very nice. Um, he said this. He said, um, oh, yeah. He was like, you 
you won the British Amateur? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, yeah, I think I watched that. And I was like, cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, and then I was talking to to the guy that was with him, Robbie, and he we were just talking about, he knew that um, Ireland was in lockdown, and he asked where I'd been practicing and things. And I was saying Adair, and then um, he was like, oh, it's a great place or whatever. And then Tiger was just saying that, oh, JP is the best. And um, yeah, so it was, it was, it was cool. It was, he was nice. He couldn't have been any nicer, to be quite honest. It's nice to see a, a young man's dream of meeting James Seager, British Amateur Champion, was, was fulfilled that day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good talker. That's actually a great talking point, the Adair piece, because he had, himself and JP are tied on. I think Robbie McNamara guy, is that, is that who it was? Or is that his yeah, name? yeah, he's yeah. One of his best yeah, friends, yeah. swing coach kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He, yeah. he comes over an awful lot to Ireland, so at least look. It's funny, nice to see that they can relate to you. Like. Yeah, exactly. I think Robbie is from Limerick originally, or his yeah, parents so. were or something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a small world. Yeah, well, look, that, that kind of normalizes it all, and you're just having a conversation. Here's one for you. Um, so you're going playing golf tomorrow, and you're either going to be playing the Open Import Rush again, the Masters, or Wing Foot. Which would you take? Given, and they're the exact same as what you've played this year. Yeah, the Masters. Over, over the Open, yeah? Seven days a week. Yeah. Ah, oh, classic. Yeah, I would, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I suppose, yeah, no, I would. There's no... There's no beating around the bush. The Masters, definitely. Straight in. I was, I was wondering because you obviously had the, the I suppose the Irish experience with Portrush. That, that's why I was wondering would uh-huh. it be, would it be swayed towards that? Where you had like, I remember following you for a few holes, and my God, Mallow must have been empty that week because the amount <laughs> yeah. of lads, that were, the amount of lads that were there, Jesus, it was unbelievable. The amount of Cork accents up the furthest end of the country, and every time you hit a ball, the roars of them. It's like a gal match. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like none of my friends play golf, so that's that would have been the closest thing that they a GA match would be what all they'd be going to. So they wouldn't really be golfers. So yeah, to get them out there was cool. A lot of them probably never been on a golf course since, but it was it was cool to see them there. That that's interesting. Like, tell me about that with your with your mates because if they're not golf heads, and then all of a sudden you blow up, you win. <laughs> You win the British Amateur, then you're into the Open, which is fifty thousand people a day, and they go up and see that. Like, were they just like, "Oh my God!" I thought he was just up the club there playing a few holes yeah. again. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> no. To be fair, they kind of would know that you know that you're playing for Ireland game. and things like that. That I that I was handy enough. Um. So yeah, but no. In terms of like actually. Going to tournaments and stuff, no, they never, they never would have. Like, I'm sure they were probably wondering what they were going that day and things like that. So, look, we, we see GA jerseys at every golf event, so <laughs> yeah. they fit in no bother, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, James, we know that you have to have to head off soon, but it would be it would be remiss of us not to not to ask the the pertinent question, which is you've you've now played in the majors, you've you've won the British Am. There's only one real move left for you to consider. Yeah, um, I probably, you know, it's hard. Again, it's a bad year for 
for lots of things and turning pro is, is definitely one of them. Um, I will be turning pro in the new year, I would say. Um, I've no I've no tournament or anything that I'm having the pipeline to turn pro at, but yeah, I'd say it'll be happening in the near future for sure. Great. Brilliant. And have you have you spoken to kind of getting all your ducks in a row in terms of the management company and that side of things? Yeah, yeah, I've talked to a few RIs, but haven't haven't went with or signed anyone signed with anyone yet at all. That's all all very exciting. So hopefully twenty twenty one will be will be as as an eventful a year as twenty twenty has been for you in a positive sense that you'll be getting. To yeah, it. hopefully. Yeah, hopefully, plenty of tour um, events. Yeah, exactly. As long as we can get some sort of vaccine and you know make it easier for people to travel again and things like that, it'll be hopefully back to normal sooner rather than later. Yeah, I'm sure we sure we will be. We look forward to look forward to following your your progress as a professional golfer, James. Thanks very much and congratulations again on a on a brilliant week. Cheers. Thanks very much, Les. Oh, how good was that? He's I I was I was mad keen to to get like not the warts and all piece of it, but certainly the the real life experience of of being in Augusta because you don't hear very many people going there to play. There's no experiences that people get from it and he had a, a few days there, obviously, as kind of just practicing outside of tournament time. And that was, it was a good insight into, into what the place is really like, you know, it's a little bit older, but perfectly formed, you know, that kind of way. Yeah. And I feel like we, we, there is definitely elements of his experience that he will not have been sharing with us, but oh, yeah. by private moments or, or conversations with green jackets or, or whomever, um it's the kind of place that you can have someone on who's played there over a dozen times and they're still not going to share everything with you and you definitely got the, that sense with, with james yeah I, anything anyone I, <clears throat> a couple of people i have spoken to have said the exact same thing it's like it was it was magnificent nothing to say here nothing to see here like you, you read about people's experiences um from showing up and playing with members and whatever but a little bit different for him but very um quite insightful into into the place at the same time like was given out like everyone was about how muddy the fairways were it was like highly relatable experience for any golfer in ireland yeah i mean i can i can understand the why it was muddy because like the, like, well, like you were saying it was it looked flooded. like they <laughs> yeah it was flooded on thursday morning thursday morning it was flooded yeah. so like I remember <laughs> we sat down to watch the coverage, I think about half 12. And I think about 10 shots were hit. And then it was, they, they showed a clip of 11 and 12. And I, like I was thinking, this, this course isn't going to be played on. Like James said there, sure, three hours later, they were back out. And, yeah. and the place was as, as pristine from the outside looking in as ever now obviously underfoot it was fairly squelchy and whatever but um <clears throat> has to be expected they're playing golf in in november so yeah it's, there's only so it's only so dry it's gonna be as you said it's still it still very warm so mm. special week though special event ah. um i mean this is obviously our master's review less of a review from our side yeah well i, I think um, there was reviews done everywhere wasn't there i think yeah, no, I mean, one, no one wanted to hear another one from us. If, if people are coming to our this podcast no. for our particular opinion or insight no. onto the Masters, DJ won by a mile. Yeah. Sunday was Sunday was a bit boring. 
<laughs> Rory did something stupid on 13. Like, there you go. Not much else. But no, that, that's not what this is about because, look, it's that's that's been talked to death. But it was more, yeah, the getting James on and get what better way of recapping it than someone who was playing in it. Yeah. No, he and he, and he, he played for like very well. I, mean, I watched his... Yeah. I watched his round on the Masters app, which, by the way, unbelievable app. Unbelievable. Like, every shot. Of every, every single player. shot. Oh, like, and, and you can watch, and you can watch someone's round. If, if you haven't, it's still there, so you can go back. So you can select your player. You can, watch, you can watch every single shot that Tiger hit. You can watch every single shot that James hit. It's unbelievable. Like, and he'll have that forever. I think that's going to be cool, actually, in years to come. Like, let's watch my round in the Masters. I think that's fantastic. Um, but we, we, I was watching his, watching his round. I watched it back today, just in preparation for this. And he, in his opening round, seventy-seven, he was very close to shooting even par. He oh, yeah. out three or four times. Like yeah. he played, he played very, very well. And if you didn't sure. get it on the coverage or you didn't see it on the app, I would definitely recommend going back and just watching a few of the shots. You can watch his rounds in under two minutes as well on the app. Mm-hmm. It's he played incredibly well. First cork man to ever play at the Masters. Oh, really? Yeah, there you go. Um, illustrious Irish amateur representation there. There has to be yeah. said as well. JB Carr was probably the first of who actually became a member then, and his son now is actually John. Um, is a member there currently, and he he would have been the one that you would the Irish person you would have heard interviewing Rory actually. So. Mm. Nice bit of not a nice bit of Irish uh, still in the in the place in the green jacket, for sure. Even if Rory melted down, will he ever get one? I think he will. I think like, ah, he will. Or not Rory bashing either. Like bad round, first round, 66, 67, 69. Like very close to the numbers that um, that would have won. Wipe out a seventy-five, stick in a sixty-nine. Mm. There, one shot off the lead, putting pressure. Like look, I'm. He's, the way he came back on ter- on Friday convinced yeah, me fantastic. that he has the stones to do it. Yeah, because you and I were talking, and I had a, a, a few lads all text me being like, Roy's a bottler. He's just bottled again. And I, I, I would always have stood his ground, but there were there are a lot of iron shots in there that that I would have been disappointed at hitting if the ball finished where it did in a few spots, as would you. Yeah, um, but I do have to say, watching his Saturday, Sunday in particular. Sorry, also, a lot of iron shots on Thursday we could have done, and then nothing he did on nothing he did on Friday we could have done. No, so it was half of one round that that killed him, which yeah. which is why I am I am confident that he will turn it around. Um, yeah. I think I think he's a he's a good bet for April. I think I, th- I think he's he's coming back to that form. Um, he was about this time last year where he was unstoppable. Yeah. Like, um, <clears throat> depends who he runs into. That's the thing. It all depends. Like, these guys are so close now. Like, they're talking, mm. actually, the guys from the 15 club put, like, who is now the best person based off the last 10 years on their best stretch? Who's the best person in, in golf? And, and it's DJ. Like, it's actually mm. not Rory. We always thought best person, if everyone plays their best, on their day, Rory will win, all things being equal. But it's that, that's actually not true. It's actually DJ. So no. it depends who you run into. Like, genuinely, like, if you run 
into DJ and he's shooting a couple of 66s and 67 and 68 and or whatever it was. Like, how good was DJ? Ah, like, you're not going to beat that. Like, like he, he that's not Rory bottling. Like, no, uh, no, not at all. That's the thing. Like, like, DJ got better, like, as the round went on. DJ, like, like scuffed like but like that people would say oh it was dj choking like he stuffed one into the bunker on the second like like fantastic bunker shot though out and then got up and down but like still like he 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 came under a lot of pressure Mm. and and rode away from them and then like like even his drive on the last my god like the arrogance of that like hitting this monster cut off the bunker like 315 yards uphill it's like right yeah and it's not like it's not like everyone around him was falling apart either. Like, no. Sung Jm, who's no. in his in his group, played fantastic. Twenty two years old, yeah. and just had like balls of steel. Yeah. Oh, his like, short game is is actually incredible. I think they're all incredible at that level. I think we saw uh, as boring, not as boring, but we knew the out the writing was on the wall going into back nine. And everyone says everything changes back nine in Augusta. Not really. Um, not with those kind of conditions either. Not no, well, not not when you're four shots in the lead either. Um, yeah, but when it, when it's soft and and you're in that kind of control yeah. of your game. Yeah, we we actually had an interesting one. It was very much alive in our group in the text group we had because it was actually top four scores to count, but there was a lot of jockeying between like Sander Shoffley, John Ram, but they were the ones that were actually influencing who was going to win the sweep basically. Oh, no so. Way. So it actually kept it actually kept alive our um our game and my very good partner here she won so she won nearly as much as DJ. Very good, <laughs> well, congratulations! Pleasure for all, you. <laughs> all two hundred quid. So no, no, it was great. I think uh, I think there was a lot of those masters prediction groups going around. So um, it was good. No, I I I did enjoy it. I, I loved Thursday Friday. So I I love just watching it. God. Yeah. It was amazing. I, I do feel I do feel like it was just a very nice PGA event rather than a major. Like it, you you got you got the major sense in all wow. like the VTs and the the studio bits where they're talking about how important this is, and then obviously at the end when DJ actually wins and starts tearing up. But when you're actually just watching the golf shots, it it felt like. Very, very nice PGA event. I was, mm. Like, 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 I wouldn't have, yeah, it was lacking the atmosphere. Well, okay. I'll, I'll and that's for one of his reasons. Yeah, obviously. Now, I'll flip this back again. I will say that if I was to be dropped onto the moon and someone showed me 15 seconds of someone hitting a golf shot somewhere, I, I could tell you if it was Augusta or not. I don't. I wouldn't be able to tell you if it was at a regular PGA, and I think that in itself garners the kudos. That's a little bit more. I think you're. Yeah. You'll never get. You'll never get invited to go to a good play Augusta if you say things like that, Johnny. Well, actually, interesting point that wasn't it. If you want to experience Augusta conditions, go play there. Not design wise, I know, but it, it's interesting. Like you know, when people <clears throat> when you do play down there or whatever, um, you do notice the conditioning of it. Everyone says, "Oh, it's as good as Augusta." No, it actually is as good as Augusta. Yeah, interesting that oh. that's where he was practicing in the lead-up. Well, like, she was the only great, the only great, the only place with Sober in Ireland. Yeah. So it seemed, I'm sure, now there's 
sure JP sorted that out for him and he was able to rock up. But yeah, no, it may, well, but it makes complete sense, Johnny, because if he's saying it's like for like, he was experienced with, it probably wasn't much point in, with all due respect, kind of slogging around any of his local courses. Mm hoping to replicate conditions because that's the only place you can go. Now, Shane Larry said the exact same thing when he's getting ready to go to America. That's where he goes down and plays down there because it's, it's what you're facing over there. Bent grass, mm. A4 bent grass greens and so there and always very, very quick. Um, yeah, but it's come back. I've, I'm, I'm now missing fans for, for the majors. It's probably, oh, yeah, it's probably yeah, the fans. wider point that I'm getting. Yeah, at. yeah. I know. I get that. Yeah, I get that. It was Fair certainly... Point. Yeah, so I watched the Sunday with my family, which I would not have done. My family would not have sat down to watch um, the RSM Classic all day on Sunday. <laughs> they knew it was Augusta. They knew it was the Masters. Yeah. So they watched. And that in itself made it feel a bit different. But yeah, it's I'm getting getting in a roundabout way, getting to the point that I'm, miss, I'm missing fans in golf for the bigger events. We can leave them out for the regular events. Yeah, should I just play golf tournaments in New Zealand? then all the fans can go and just watch golf from there. Yeah. Um, we might leave it there. It was, it was nice to be back at Augusta. It was looking different. I think it'll be playing obviously very different in April. Um, get your picks in now for, for who you think will win. Rory, Rory, Rory. <laughs> yeah. That was, we, we all, we all wish it was, we all wish it, was, yeah. it was Rory. Yeah, exactly. It will be Rory. Um, look, we've got a couple of uh, different, podcast coming up in the next few weeks if you're looking at figuring out what kind of golf ball you need to play we have that coming coming your way in the next week mm-hmm. or two as well as the what is life like on the on the tour from a caddy's perspective um so we have we are joined by uh, by darren reynolds we'll be talking to him about about that yeah. side of that side of the game uh in the meantime thank you very much for for listening and we'll see you in the next one on the tee jack nicholas this is the minute the millions around the world have waited for. We will allow you to enjoy all of this. They are dancing in the pubs of Dublin. Harrington with an ace. And we have a shining star at sunset. Rory continues his run to greatness. The return to glory. Glory.